0: Tayate te kore ro te a te te pai pai wahou ki auru no mai ki roto ki te kore etu nee, nei te nei e te no mai te ao etahi wiko raka tatau i roto i te nei po. everybody, Che Wilson here from Chase Channel te pai pai waho, uh with number five Taiti talks. And I'm really pleased to uh, introduce our manuhiri for tonight. And uh, I'm handing over to uh, the lovely Piki Nap. Uh,
1: <laughs> Nō reira,
0: kai tikaahenei Piki. Uh, tēnā koe. I'm going to hand it over to you to introduce who you are. Uh, oh, te
2: Au, tēnā koe, Jay. Uh, kia ora koutou. Uh, ku Piki Nap tōku ingoa no te tiaho, te ahau, kiri kei nohana. I eat it mama, no ngati Manya poto. I eat it papa, no ngati rangi ngati rangi noi. Kia ora kai tau.
0: Ten So, kia ora picky. Uh, so, I've known picky for a, a little while now. And um, uh, I was honored to um, have her in our wedding party. Uh, picky was the matron of honor uh, for <laughs> 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 And I probably know too many things about must but anyway, I don't know the story.
1: <laughs> um
0: but uh really good to have you on, Picky, And um we're gonna get straight into it. I'm gonna hand it over to Picky to uh ask a few questions and we'll see where we go with the conversation tonight.
2: Hi, Kapai. Um so I've got a couple of questions uh around uh you know, all things tell Māori. But um one of my burning questions, which is quite topical for me at the moment, is um is related to tangi and preparing for tangi. And um, people, you know, uh, there's a revival of um, of woven coffins. And um, so, you know, this preparation, that going to um, happen before the person's actually died. Um, so I, I guess just wondering what your views are around, A, prepping for... Um, you know, for a nihu and um and where, where do you store these types of um things, you know, in your garage or <laughs> I mean it's a little bit morbid to to like prepare in advance. And um I, I, I actually don't know what the tikanga is around this because it's kind of a a more um recent thing, I suppose. Hmm.
0: Yeah, Kelda, that's that's a really good question, Vicky. Um <laughs> I think the most important thing is that uh, Te Ao Māori continues to evolve. Mm. As Te Ao Māori evolves, um, we have to pivot as a people. And part of that is um, there are some things we may not have done in the last 50 years. But just because Mm. we haven't done them in the last 50 years doesn't mean to say that we didn't do them before that. Yeah, and I say the last fifty years because it was about the '50s, '60s, probably the definitely the late, definitely the 1960s for Tao Māori, where we started to follow the American style funeral, and an American style funeral where the embalming happened. And before that, yeah. um very rarely did Māori bodies get embalmed, and they probably went actually embalmed until the 1980s because I still remember being at Tangi oh yeah now they had to get embalmed. We're still a big thing in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know you could I've got vague memories of smelling the hunger in the tent. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: The body.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> to your your specific question um some people call the 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 flax woven um vessels, mm. um, a kahu a tōpaki, uh, and uh, a few other, other mm. variations. Uh, and there's a number of ways to do them. So what you can do is have a woven mat, which you just use all the time, yeah. and or for special occasions, and it's just a woven mat. And then you can later on add to it, If you try to choose, actually, we're going to use it to save time to create the vessel to carry the body.
1: Mm. So That's
0: one option where it's just a mat and then you choose to add to it. Uh, And therefore, if it's just a mat, it's a mat and you're just using it as a mat uh, until such time as, and that cuts down a few hours as well. I've spoken yeah. to some people and um, if they're preparing the body themselves it can take up to six hours and um if you've got a good team of weavers of say six weavers um who are pro weavers they, yeah. they can also weave something at about a similar amount of time gathering the flats mm-hmm.
1: and,
0: and then they do all of the extra finalizing, but during the rest of the tangi.
1: Yeah.
0: So so there's a whole range of ways you can do this. Mm. Um if you actually get a torpaki woven up in advance, um, there, there's the whole issue where people say he mate, mm.
1: that you're
0: putting on death by yeah. yeah. preparing for for these things. Um, and really, I think Farno have to have a conversation and put up some parameters around tapu and noa yeah. and make it work for yourselves. You know, there's people who now make their own coffins as well, you know, Western-style mm-hmm. coffins. And so you've also got to just be... Practical in your application and how how you do your own separation of tapu and noa, and um, you may not like uh, you may not be bothered by that, but the the moment you have a visitor who is,
1: <laughs> you yes. to leave. Yeah.
0: And so so it's it's important to note all of these different things and the challenges that. Um, may you may be confronted with so um hopefully that's helped give you some some form Sorry. of um, response got it auntie white i can see out my uh, <laughs> online
2: yeah no that that's good um i mean i have a friend at the moment in in they're preparing for you know for um for a tangi that that's coming and probably not not far away you know in terms of um would be within months but um the the questions always around you know um around that calling um a mate to the family you know and it might not be the one that they're preparing for um so the storage issue came up because they didn't want to put it where you know where the mokopuna would see it. Um, so you've got to consider all of those things. Where, where you're going to store it, and what what conversations go on in the far around that. Um, yeah. yeah. No. That that was yeah. that was. Um,
0: well, and you've just got to find find a practical solution
1: mm. because
0: we're continuing to enter into new spaces,
1: yeah. and
0: as we enter into those new spaces, we've got to make them work.
1: Yeah
2: can hmm. oh, So that that's a random question that I I sort of just thought about about five minutes ago for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, conversation that I've been having. Um, but the other one that I wanted to raise was around, um, um, who you know, AGMs, our our trusts, um, our Māori organisations and AGMs, and particularly this time of in this time, and them being virtual. Um and you know, sort of the 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 expectation that, that we should be having kanohi kā kite kānohi, even though you've got um these alert levels and restrictions around you. So um that that's something that we've been challenged with recently. Um and you know, it raises a whole heap of questions from Barno around um should we be doing that or should we just do our own thing and ignore the rules?
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, And if we look at COVID and uh, iwi Mm. response generally to COVID, iwi to Māori response to COVID, I I think the reason why we responded so quickly and and extremely well Mm. is because we know the reality that we were the ones that suffered the most the last time. Yeah. And um it's too easy for us to just get relaxed and go, oh sweet as it does it's not real. And come mm-hmm. up with these theories that it's a a a, a 5G tower that's created the sickness or something <laughs> like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: but uh I, I I was part of an AGM on, on Sunday for Ngātanga Tutiaki o Te Awa, Wanganui, and um, the Wanganui River uh, Post Settlement Governance Entity. Hmm. And what we did is we we had it online but we also had uh, four hubs. One in Wanganui, one up the river at Ranana one in Taumarunui and one in Ohakune. For those no that might not have devices mm. to meet in person.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, in Ohakune there were seven of us, in Taumarunui there were 20. Not sure how many were in Dana and um, in town, but it worked. Mm. It worked and I, I think that we have to move with the times and be relevant uh, yeah. And infuse our wairua Māori, our tikanga Māori, into these various hui.
1: Oh. I,
2: yeah, that's a good way to do it. Um How do, you think you'd do it? Um, pardon?
0: How do you think you'd do it?
2: Oh, I think in hindsight we would have done um, a similar thing. Um, I think for our trust, it was the first time we'd even considered a virtual meeting, let alone um, you know the logistics of it. Um but the hubs would be or even like Farno hubs would have been a better approach to say to Farno, you know, um please get a cluster of Farno together at a house that has a device or internet connection and um and live stream in or zoom in to the AGM. Um so that you you know you're uh, you're considering the connection issue as well as Um, you know, our kaumātua or people that may have um, issues around technology and being able to access and participate. Um, Yeah, and then having hubs at at marae maybe. Um, All our marae have, well, most of them will have access to internet. So, you know, um, doing it that way and and maybe having that as a future model, you know, we would probably get more engagement um, at our AGMs. Or more people and interested in them, um, but I must That's say the, the upside to to virtual is that they were very short.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a very
2: short meeting, <laughs> but it takes away that interaction and all those, you know, all those questions and comments that come off the floor and the interesting stuff that um, that Fano like to raise. You know, even if it's not the cop of the day. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what the way we dealt with questions is that they they could put them up in in the Q and A section of the webinar, mm.
1: yeah,
0: and um, where we could answer them straight away. We did. Otherwise, if they wanted more detail, we committed to writing to them within a certain period.
1: Oh, good. And, mm. and
0: then also we had to vote on a couple of things, you know, like auditor and all of that. Mm. And so individual um, devices, one one vote, if you had registered and said that you're going to have three whānau members, you had to put their name in to confirm that they registered,
1: yep.
0: then that mm. device got three, and at the hubs there was staff for each of them, so that the staff were the independent person who could count the votes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
2: yeah, that's
0: a great way to do it. Yeah, it worked. It worked, you know, and, and the thing is is that we're still making it up and
1: yeah
0: and learning as we go. I've mm. got a question for you actually, Picky. Yeah. <laughs> you're somebody who um who lives lives away from the tribal area, not too far, it's only an hour.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but you're very active. Um, from my perspective at least you know um not just through your mahi with the land trust in it but also just with the marae uh, and the whanau and what's your tips to people watching tonight who are wanting to know how how to connect
1: with with, um with home
2: um, I I guess for me, it, it's probably easy for me because I don't have children to look after, <laughs> you know. So yeah. so it gives me the um the ability to be able to go back and forth and, and pretty much um do do what I want. But um but that's not really an excuse. If I had babies they'd probably be coming with me. Um I for me it's I, I stay connected, you know, both financially and um and in person. So you know I'm always of the view that um, that we should contribute to our marae um, financially if we can afford it so um, that's the easiest way to stay connected is to have a a, a regular contribution to the marae um, and that koha you know helps them to stay sustainable. Um, I guess having uh, been connected to Farno down there you know dad's back home so I make it make a point of going to visit him at least once a week um and and i'll try to get work at home so that i can do that you know and um it's part of my mahi as well as and staying connected um but even if i wasn't working there i'd probably be home most weekends um catching up and and i'm quite nosy as well so i want to know what's happening I mean, you have your auntie connections, and you know, so you sort of touch base with um with the aunties and the cousins and see what's happening. And Facebook makes that much easier because you can just go online and see, you know, what the drama of the day is.
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah. um, you know, so that technology does help. Um, I'm always trying to get uh, people always trying to rope me into being on you know, a trustee or on the committee or, or the marae, but I've always kind of held back from that because that is quite a big commitment. Um, but but that doesn't mean that I won't support them in whatever way I can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, staying connected, that's financial, that's in person. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be there every week. You could do it once a month or um, and just being connected through technology with your whanau. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's
0: interesting, eh? Because I am. Um, there's a few murai that I I don't connect enough to, yeah. and therefore I'll, I'll put a contribution in once mm. a quarter to those murai. Yeah. It's only small, but it's it, it's one way of me maintaining my responsibility back to those murai and remembering all of the hard work of those families that are yeah. there cleaning the toilets and everything else.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: Got a few comments coming in too. So people <laughs> appreciating those those tips you've given Picky, and yeah. also some comments that have talked about carvers who have done um, done a coffin in two days. Mm. So,
1: you
0: know, and some people will do things um, differently. You know, in the islands, um, they will often just rent the coffin.
2: Oh, and then when I they go to the party, right.
0: When they go to the oduba they take the body out and wrap the body in tapa
2: oh nice yeah yeah
0: yeah so, so the there's a whole range of different options I think as we
1: yeah.
0: we look forward mm. um, do you have another question
2: Actually, my other question um uh that's that's going back to the um to the tangi, is you know we we're getting strapped for land. And at some point in the future, we're going to have to think about how we bury or how we, um, you know, how we um, send our farno off in terms of, um, you know, are they going to be cremated? Are they going to be liquefied? Are they, you know, going to, you're going to have a big tree orchard or something like that? I don't know, but there, there will come a time where we're going to run out of land. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. And, um this is this is where we have to have some really key discussions. Mm. Um, and last masters program, we we had a <laughs> we had a discussion around water cremations, mm. and so water cremations are, is this process where um, you use alkaline water and it, it takes all of the kiko, all of the kiko kiko. Off your bones, and um, and it all just becomes liquid, mm. and it just leaves the bones. And um, we went through a conversation, and we identified what are the key parts to um, uh, what are the key parts to this water quip uh, cremation, and alkaline something or other that's called alkaline alkaline liquefication I think yeah. and um, and what 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 it says, so what are the key points the waidwa, you tuku the waidwa, when you pass on the Modi goes back to the takiwa and your body your the kiko kiko of your body goes back to the fenua mm. and if you wish you then hahu later on to retrieve the bones and put them in a special place mm. And so if all of those things are covered, technically mm-hmm. um, it might work. Yeah.
1: The most important
0: thing is that um, whatever option people choose, you just have to have a corridor with your family.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: And, um, and so however people are going to do interment later on um you've got to work through that with your with your whanau and not just leave them with a a shock decision mm. beforehand yeah um, you, you've got to process it to make it work for your whanau because we are losing land um, and you just got to make it work
1: mm. and
0: the other thing is there are a lot of urupa where some of them are just the big urupa for for everybody and so some whanau might have to actually because what's happened is some marae have become iwi marae and um and your whanau may connect to that marae or they might be actually just connected to that rohi that takiwa that little district um, and you might have your own land somewhere else where your actual Mara used to be, but it was pulled down and you're amalgamated at another place. And so those whānau might need to have conversations about going back to their their mm. and establish yeah. a new Urupa so that people are going back there. So there's a there's a range of options and we just yeah. gotta be practical cool about it, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Definitely. I like talking about, um um uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's what people don't like talking about.
0: <laughs> well, it's but, funny, because um, yeah, so do I. I always cater my relations. So, are you getting buried? So, I know whether <laughs> I've got to fight for you or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And that that's a valid question, you know. Like, I always think about that with my dad, um, mum's side. We'll, we'll fight to keep him in Maniapoto, Um, but his wishes are to go home. So, you know, I know that at that time, I know what his wishes are, but it'll be a big scrap with my own whanau <laughs> to get him home. Um, mm. So, yeah, those are things that you do need to talk about. Um, the other thing, I, you know, I'm, I'm leading into a, a discussion I had with um, Heni Weedangi around um, having a, a tangi box And that's around all of your, um, you know, what happens to all your things afterwards um, to stop family fighting over all your things. Um, I mean, she would need it because she has, you know, rooms full of taonga (laughs) that have to be divided up.
0: this Mm. is the thing, eh, is that um, you've got to have those conversations early. And I'm of the opinion the key whānau taonga,
1: Mm.
2: have
0: to go through the female line.
2: Oh, okay. Why is that? Um,
0: so that the in-law doesn't end up taking it. <laughs> because oh, that oh. happens. And especially mm. with the law, Mm-mm. you know, there's some really stupid things that happen with the law because the law is the law. The law isn't necessarily right. It's just yeah. the law. And, um, you know, ki no taonga, I think, should should stay through a female line. Um, and uh, or if it does go through the the male line you've got to make sure it doesn't end up with the in-laws
1: yeah mm.
0: uh, and, and if you're going to give key through the female line then you've got to make sure you can give taonga to your male male issues as well
1: yeah
0: and you just got to balance it all out and teach people responsibility rather than entitlement
2: yeah yeah that's right that's right um,
0: and because you can't yeah. stop you can't stop greed
1: yeah you know
0: people are just going to be greedy and egocentric or they're not and you just got to work through that
1: mm. yep Well,
0: no. oh ten I there's been some interesting <laughs> comments tonight. People have appreciated it. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, just want to thank you for tonight. And um uh e Next week we'll um, we'll have a, a new manuhiri. And as you can see already, um, Tuesday will be my normal co-host sessions and next Thursday we'll have a new manuhiri for Taite Talks. Tene Kami mihia tu to piki. Otira koto koutou katoa, e mātakitaki te ana, tēnei tēnā koutou, tēnā, koutou, tēnā pō mariri. Pō marire. <laughs> te punikōkiri e made with support from Tepunikokiri. punikōkiri. Nā Pūoro Jerome ngā Soundtracks from Puro Jerome.